Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. is freshly roasted and ethically sourced it's music to your ears shake up the way you wake up at kingscoastcoffee.com welcome to episode 144 of star wars and scotch this is the episode all about ahsoka episode four and the episode where tim doesn't put his microphone in his coffee yeah <laughs> good morning yeah, we we tried this once, and then Tim put his microphone. As, I don't know if he was stirring it or like thinking nope. it was a biscotti or something. I'm not really 100 percent sure, but uh, nope, we, I'm sure that'll be a good blooper for TikTok. We had it uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, so this episode was a thing. It had things in it, and we're going to discuss all the things. You're so much more excited for this. Ep- like, I, it was a good episode, but you're like super pumped for this one. I don't. Mm, 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 mm. I got up from the couch and turned to my wife and said, "That's how they're going to leave me. They're going to do that to me." For for a week i yeah. think i think dave is just spitting fire at this point anyway um <clears throat> king's coast coffee we're celebrating our sixth anniversary this week six years of king's coast coffee make sure you get the anniversary roast that bag is one of the coolest bags we've ever made i will be 100 honest with you it's one of my favorites That's a good one that i've ever seen so i'm uh, sure, yeah yeah it's super super gold and it has the the six on it i don't know it's, just, it's awesome uh, so kingscoastcoffee.com, uh, all of the anniversary stuff. If you go to Co-Carnage's stream, too, you might even get a discount uh, on some coffee this week as well. Um, which, Tim, you could use that discount if you want to. I was to, about to ask, only Co? <laughs> I mean, we designed it for Co, but it's not like it's locked to him. And, you know, Wayne didn't want to lock it to his roast. So feel free. Have fun. Um, uh, yeah, to join the festivities. So go to Tim's YouTube channel, and he's live playing Starfield which I haven't even started yet. <sighs> oh, you poor thing. I know. I hate being an adult. Um, and uh, an adult? Yeah, but you have like the fun adult job where you get to play Starfield and, and have people tell you what to do in the game the entire time. No, they don't do that. That's good because that's what they would do to me. No, they've been actually like... Because I think I've been a little bit ahead of everybody. So it's like no one really like... Other than like base building, that's the only thing that people have been like, why are you base building yet? And I'm just like, because I haven't gotten to a point where I feel comfortable. Really, I, it's very resource intensive. Anyways, we could do an entire podcast with Starfield. It's so good. It's not this week because we got stuff to talk about. Um, so yeah, head over to kingscoastcoffee.com. Go to Tim's stream, go to Coast stream, and maybe you can get a special little discount on your King's Coast order today. Kingscoastcoffee.com. No GCX or lab. Is there any Lab 77 coming up? Oh, Lab 77 next month, no? Yes. They should be paying attention? Yes. Yes. There's a holiday next month that Lab 77, you should just pay attention to Lab 77. It's Halloween. That's we're we're going to have a Halloween drop. There'll be I, Halloween merch. 
God, he's so to the point. I like like mystery and like, ooh, what could it be? And Tim's like, no, it's, just get your just get Halloween. your wallets ready. There's gonna be Halloween themed merch. So, da, 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 da. I'm not a big Halloween guy, but I'm I know the either. internet is. So, you want to know something about? And I'm, I'm uh, we're gonna say this, then we'll dive into Ahsoka. I have to say this: all you Halloween people get so pissed if we put our Christmas trees up by November first. But September 1st, you're all like, it's spooky season. Oh, oh my. I get two full months, but you don't. Look, I have no problem with you liking Halloween. I do not like Halloween. I'm not a fan. Uh, it's just edgelord central. It's like hot topic the holiday. If you're allowed to start celebrating on September 1st, I'm allowed to put my Christmas tree up November 1st. Let's just have some sort of armistice agreement where we can both be happy you can get all spooky on September 1st and drink your pumpkin, whatever you want. And I can put my Christmas tree up November 1st and start putting up lights and, and making foods and using cinnamon in my cooking. Okay, cool. Are we? Thank you. This is my only platform left, Tim. I had to use it to, to do that. Okay, Kevin. That was it. Was it? All right. You good? You feel better, champ? I do. I do. Okay. I'm just cool. going to sip more of this delicious King's Coast coffee before we move on to episode four of Ahsoka. Which Tim apparently didn't think was a big deal. and No, 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 no. I didn't say that. It, I don't think it was a big deal. It's just you seemed very, very hyped about it. Whereas for me, I'm like, that was very interesting. I thought that was cool. But there's a lot of unanswered things left where I'm just like, I would like for us to. We're, I feel like we're, we're, we're hurling ourselves towards the thing that I really want. But at the same time, I find myself lacking information. And I, I need to know more. I think... As of last night, Star Wars as a universe has changed forever. Yes, I agree. And we're not going back. And if you go on the internet, it is the first time I've seen some of the very vocal haters of Star Wars say, we're back on track. This is my Star Wars. All of that stuff. The entire internet, aside from maybe one or two people, was like, oh my gosh, yes. So It was, it was a banger of an episode. Let's start with 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 other things about the internet. Merrock is nobody. <laughs> God, he was just he was just a ghost. Well, I think he was being held to. I think he was reanimated by Night Sister magic. Yeah, one hundred percent. That was all dark magic. He was just a he was a zombie essentially. So, which leads us to believe though that he could have essentially been that the Inquisitor that Ahsoka killed. Could have been. Yeah, it could have been the eighth brother. Yeah. Could have S been the one that was killed. Sixth, I mean, like sixth was the one that was killed. Eighth is the one I meant to say last yeah, week. I and I said eighth, sixth. I, I liked your eighth brother idea. I thought that was really solid. But it would um, make sense that it would be the one that Ahsoka killed that was reanimated by Morgan. And then maybe. that's who this is. Either way, it doesn't matter. And I'm uh, just glad it's not Cal Kestis. So all the people are like, it's oh, Cal my Kestis God, people were making. Because you could wear his inquisitor, because the inquisitor outfit that you get at the end of the game, guys, that was the that was the biggest stretch I've ever seen you guys make. And when I mean you guys, I mean the internet as a whole. Sorry if you feel like I'm attacking you personally. Um, no, but the Star Wars internet fandom as a whole all all jumped on the Cal Kestis train yet again, yet again. Because they just really want this guy to show up in live action. And I totally understand. I respect your want to see Cal in live action. It would definitely work. I think it'll be great. Wrong time. It wouldn't have worked. None of that made sense. I thought that None. was the strangest thing ever. He'd also be like 50. Yeah, it'd be old. Which doesn't but work for Cameron the whole, Monaghan. The whole night, but, but if you want to wrap this in 
with Jedi Fallen Order. This is the exact same dark magic, the same Night Sister magic that you see with um, what's her face when she brings all the the, the Night Sisters back to life. Same idea. Mother Talzin. No. The one from the video game. What's oh, her name? Oh, um, um, oh my God. Uh, right? um, it's on the tip of my tongue. Ma- 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 Marin. Ma- Marin, thank um, you. So when Marin brings all of the Night Sisters that are dead in their cocoons back to life, same idea. I think we can kind of all agree that this was just zombie inquisitor brought back to life, not Cal Kestis. I like to think it was the one that Ahsoka killed as some sort of, you know, revenge or something along those lines. And if if I recall, and I could be completely wrong in my recollection of this, isn't that the same move she pulled on the Inquisitor? I was, just about, I was about to ask. I was like, I feel like when if you watch Tales of the Jedi, the whole spinning when they're like, when it pans out, the fires in the background, and Ahsoka's standing there, and the Inquisitor's standing there, I'm pretty sure he like fires up the propeller, and then she... She cuts him the same way. So, yeah, I think that's fair. Which I have is, to go back and watch that scene, but I'm pretty sure that's how it happens. If that's how it happens, correct us if we're wrong. It's essentially the homage to Maul's death at the hands of Obi-Wan, which Wait, was... I don't think that has anything to do with Obi-Wan. I think it was just like a nod. Oh, I thought that was just a going back to Tales of the Jedi with Ahsoka. Right, but it's the same way that, that the killing blow was landed by baiting him the same exact way that, that he did... Uh, Qui Gon. That's that, I would see it as a nod to that because I recognize that whole sequence, and I'm pretty sure that's where I saw it was Tales of the Jedi. So, either way, Ahsoka, the Inquisitors ain't got shit on her. I, we can just leave it at that. I would uh, like to say that the that all of the fight sequences in this game, in in this game, in the in this episode, were very heavy in kendo. Um, all of the moves were very like you notice that Ahsoka never used two blades; she only ever used one. All the stances very, very kendo esque. Um, it was just it, there was so much Japanese influence, like going back to Star Wars roots of samurai show, like movies, um, and and leaning hard into that that uh, that Japanese influence. All of the fight sequences just felt so good. And it still felt very Star Wars, but the entire just the entire episode was just so heavy in that like that kendo action. I loved every fight. Like they, whoever choreographed those fights, they did an amazing job. They even went hard in the music. It seems that Dave really wants Ahsoka on this like a samurai Ronin style. Ahsoka is is the is like you said is the ying to the 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 Mando Yang, where it's like Mando Mando is the the cowboy influence, the Western influence that you get in Star Wars. And Ahsoka is the Japanese influence that you get in Star Wars. And when these two come together, you've got the perfect balance of what everything Star Wars is. Mm -hmm. And so like, I think that's, what's going to happen is like, you have these two very, very different characters and shows. And then you bring them together for that movie that he wants. Yeah. It, it, It was, um, it was interesting to see her fight Balin too, because Balin's style is that is he's got that Dooku style of of almost. Mm, I would no, I, I he's he he's very heavy handed, Claymoreish, he, he, right? And Dooku Dooku was fencing, fencing. Dooku, yeah, you're right. Dooku was very very light, and especially if you go back to the way that even like the way that his lightsaber hilt is designed is very much so that he can have like the flicks and stuff. Whereas Balin Balin's very heavy. 
Um, again, very, very much so like a, a heavy stance for a katana, you know, where he comes up high and he like holds it here. And then Ahsoka like brings her lightsaber down low. And all of that was just like, again, it looked like I was watching a kendo match. It was just, it was so cool. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, and Balin likes to use the environment too <clears throat> and push you into places that you don't want to be in corners and back you up against things. Um, yeah, I, I, I'd said it on Twitter. I mean, Balin is becoming my favorite Star Wars character. And you and I were talking this before we started recording, but it's so sad knowing that Ray is no longer with us. And so yeah. that character doesn't get to live on. Yeah. Um, he will. It will have to come to an end. And that sucks because Balin is very, very quickly becoming my new favorite Star Wars character. Because he's yeah. just like he's not he's not entirely bad. He's not he's not your he's not your pure villain. He's not a good guy. You know, there's trauma there. He's gone through shit. He's a survivor. Uh, and he's doing everything that he can to bring on this new thing. I don't know what what he wants to herald. But I mean, if we play off of the Nor the 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 Nordic influence on their names, they are they are the two wolves that bring forth Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. And so, like you know, like what 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 are they what are they what are they heralding? I'm I'm because it's more than Thrawn. It, mm-hmm. He even says it's more than that. There's something more. And so, God damn, this like that that line right there really hooked me. It, well, I, feel, it, I realized there was so much more to to this. There's that, and then when he said, I think it was last week or the week before, and he was talking about po- power. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to put the pieces together and figure it, but I have a feeling it's something we know nothing about. I think Dave yeah. is literally reinventing the wheel here and being Dave to me, Dave is, is, I don't know if you saw the thing I retweeted from that, that amazing person that tweeted the meme that's, that said, Dave is not effing around. And it was him like smiling in a picture. And then it showed someone writing with fire on their pen and fire all over there. <laughs> and I think Dave is at the point you know, we I think we've taken Star Wars George's version to the limits. And I think Dave is at the point where he has George's vision. He knows what he needs to do. And then he has his own vision with characters like Ahsoka that he created that are now like, we're going to break new barriers. We're going to break new ground. We're going to go places we've never been. We're going to do things you know nothing about. So the idea that there's lore to support where the show is headed I think is just throw crumple it up and throw it out the window for the most part because I think we're reinventing um the ex- or or exploring new ground in Star Wars that we've never even dreamt of covering. And I think we will see nods to legends. I think we'll see nods to Old Republic, you know, but there is something out there besides Thrawn, besides Ezra, besides the Night Sisters, you know, potential homeworld. There's something else, and I think that's how this season is going to end. That's going to be our cliffhanger: is whatever's out there is coming, and it could be that, like, it could be the version of Thrawn that you said, Tim, where he's actually wanting to stop whatever's coming. Yeah, Ahsoka dropped the heir to the Empire episode and or line in this episode too. That was interesting. Uh-huh. Straight up, I mean, we knew that was coming. We, we've heard we've heard that line before. It's nothing special. Yep. So, um, I, a lot of things are changing rapidly in star Wars. And I think the community is actually for the most part here for it because we're kind of stick sick of, you know, reinventing the wheel. If we're not getting old Republic, like fine, let's change the story. Let's do something different. Let's go somewhere new. And I think that's what this is. Like even those droids on, on the eye of Scion, they are ancient dude. Those Mm -hmm. are old droids. Like, Mm -hmm. 
I remember droids like that when you would do dungeons and stuff in the Old Republic, and and you'd talk to these droids that look like that, talk like that, those old communicator devices that sound like rusty and like they haven't been used in years. So I, I just I don't know. Dave is doing something, and I I'm I remember sitting there this episode. I was like, I have no idea where this is headed. I I couldn't make a prediction if I tried to when um Sabine was fighting Shin. I was like, I I don't know how this. How do they place Ahsoka falling off? I was like, she could leap back up, but that'd be so cheesy and like not very felony. Yeah, I didn't see. I, we'll 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 cover the ending here in a bit, but I I didn't. I definitely didn't see it going that way. I I thought of the more traditional Star Wars, like oh the 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 hero pops back up and it's like oh no I have this thing that I have to to figure out and none of that happened. It was completely out of left field. We saw Hera, Hera leading Phoenix Squadron, and we know Phoenix Squadron is the squad she leads at the end of um, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now we know Carson Tiva's in Phoenix Squadron as well, which was great to see him um, up to his own. I was, I was really hoping we were going to see Zeb. I think we will still. I just think the time is not right to see Zeb yet. Um, that would have been a good moment, but at the same time, I think we need to, like, actually see zeb i have a feeling we won't see zeb maybe even this season um it's possible i don't know i mean like i mean like phoenix squadron kind of got into some shit so i mean like for him to show back up again could totally happen i mean like tifa knows knows him yes yeah they're friends and obviously Hera does too and she's the leader of phoenix squadron but uh the big thing is Hera's gonna be in big big trouble when she goes back to uh to her she's got some ship. she's got some explaining to do to the senators and yeah to mon mothma senator ziono is not gonna be happy about this yeah one. but i think i think she's gonna she's gonna she'll pitch it up in a way where it's gonna be understood that there's there's a huge threat like we we ran into this massive warp gate and they fired off and we don't know where they're going i would i would assume like hera and and Ahsoka will end up teaming back up together to go save Sabine. Now knowing that Sabine is on the on the warp gate, I think also that gate. Did you watch Stargate the shows yes. at all? Did that not feel like a gate address, like unlocking as they were doing? A yeah, that's what I felt like every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like it, it's so funny. Like, like you go back to like those old computers and like the processing time that it took for them to get that coordinate. It, like it just it just took a little long. And like I think that was the best part. It was just like it, all, all of this futuristic ne- technology, and it still takes a freaking forever to download this this warp port but it's 70s futuristic that's the best part yeah very much yeah it's old tech it's really good it's like old analog shit that was one of the things i hated about the prequels was they tried to update the look of the technology and i'm like you can't go backwards and forwards like i mean like that's still my biggest complaint with with uh survivor is the whole high republic tech that you find and it, and it just it, none of that makes any sense to me so hopefully hopefully this can kind of start to explain some of that maybe yeah i don't know but yeah it's like they they did a great job of making this feel very different from star wars but still feeling very like this sorry the the star wars galaxy that we know i'm i'm still i'm i'm putting my my cards on the table like my chips on the table and betting that this technology is from 
that galaxy oh, that they're yeah, going to. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, there is nothing about that tech that screams, oh, yeah, that's definitely from Star Wars. It's just like the, the stuff in High Republic. None of that looked like, oh, yeah, that's definitely Star Wars tech. None of that looked familiar to me. None of it felt Star Wars. It felt so alien. And so I'm I'm very excited to see if any of, of that ties into, into the storytelling in any if, way. If there's a connection to the Rakata... Um, I would say that this is Rakatan technology because they were the advanced, they were the forerunners of this universe. You know, you have the forerunners in Halo. Right. The Rakata are essentially the forerunners of the Star Wars universe. So I would say if there's a connection to the Rakata where we're going, it would be Rakatan technology. Obviously, we know Rakata are canon now. I don't know how they marry that with the Zepho, by the way, but we'll figure that out down the road. Dave's got it under control. Um, but that would be my my ultimate guess here. Um, you know, there could also be, you know, a link here. And this is my outlandish theory of the week, which we should make this a segment, by the way. Kevin's what? Kevin's insane theory of the week when there's a Star Wars show. Like the theory oh, yeah. we make both the show all about you. That we the thing we both know, it's more like like I'm amusing, like I'm a clown, Tim. Like like haha, look at Kevin, that's a dumb theory type of thing. Like it's a chance for you to really lean into me and just absolutely give it to me. No, oh, here we go. All right. Uh, Star Wars and Kevin is brought to you by <laughs> Star Wars and Kevin. Fire away, Kevin. There could be a link here to the Star Forge, which goes back to my theory about Exegol and the Star Forge, if you remember from previous episodes. I don't think that's your theory. I think that's a Star Wars theory. I said it before everybody else. Oh, here we go. Go back and listen. Star Wars and Kevin. <laughs> But there could be a link here to the Star Forge. Morgan, the shipbuilder, all of this stuff could go back to the Star Forge. Star Maps, Old Republic. So we'll see. I mean, didn't, didn't wasn't there a high, uh, an Old Republic thing that, that dropped this week where they, they actually got, like, essentially canonized? Which one? I don't know. There was something that people, I, I saw it on the internet. And I, didn't, I, wasn't, I didn't look at it. There was an Old Republic uh, there was an Old Republic drop that this can get edited out. Um, hold on a second. Old Republic, Star Wars. Let me pull it up real quick. All right. Uh, Star Wars describes the Old Republic in canon for the first time. Uh, I think that was last week. No? No, this was August. Oh, 20, no, it, that it, was, was, it that was, was, it was. It was last week. Um, Star Wars timeline is now, let's see. Uh, where did, where did this show up? It was on the Star Wars website, I believe. It was, yeah. However, the Star Wars timeline is now on StarWars.com website as part of the franchise's official data bank. The timeline listing offers the description of the Old Republic era in canon. Here it is. The Republic is founded among the worlds of the Galactic Core. The Jedi Order emerges to protect, uh, it, emerges to protect it. A scheme within the Jedi leads to the creation of the Sith yep. in this epic era. So I so for them to do more and more old republic tie-ins right now currently makes a lot of sense. I'm also reading Rise of the Red Blade and this main character has no idea what race she is and they're describing her as as red-skinned and all this stuff and I'm like are you a pure-blood Sith? They yeah. won't tell her they the Jedi won't tell her what race she is. Everyone says they don't know. They say they mm -hmm. found her as a child and she has no idea what her origins are. And the only thing that's throwing me off the, the beaten path is when they go to Geonosis for the end of Attack of the Clones. Mm -hmm. um, 
she's like, oh, the desert, the skin bothers me. So that would throw us off of the moribund Corbin path because that's where they're supposed to come from. But I find it interesting, and I'll read more of the book, and some of you have probably finished it and know the answer to this question, but if she's a pure-blood Sith, that's another huge nod to um, uh, the Old Republic. On top of that, the existence of pure-blood Sith in the current era is something that also shouldn't be a thing. So it would be very interesting to see how you know, this all adds up and this all plays out. Um, one other big drop of information before we really get into the meat and potatoes is the mention of Sabine's family. Oh, my God. Yeah. So we know that they got glassed. They were there on the Purge of Mandalore, um, which I think is it was a safe assumption from the beginning as to why Sabine isn't home with them and whatnot. Um, but, uh, you know, it's interesting it really is. To- well, the, the the interesting part, I don't think, was as much that knowing that they died on Mandalore during the Night of a Thousand Tears. The part that I found to be very interesting was when he when Balin says to Sabine after he reads her mind, which I thought was sick, because he just so effortlessly just read her mind and grabbed all of the information that he needed from her. But when he says that your master didn't trust you, and I'm really, really curious to know what bad blood is there between Sabine and Ahsoka. And what did Ahsoka say to Sabine that made her not go to Mandalore? Yeah. Or what could have happened if Ahsoka would have listened to Sabine? What could have happened to Mandalore if? So now I'm really, really curious to figure out more of the dynamic uh, relationship that we find ourselves in between these two because it is for it is changing constantly. You see it tw- you see it twice in this episode where it goes from Ahsoka not tr- not truly trusting her, asking her if she can trust her. Sabine says yes. Ahsoka kind of lets her guard down a little bit, asks her to do something again, and then is let down. And so it's just like this constant battle between these two of like of they can't trust each other. Yeah. And and what happened? Yeah, was I there really want to know. Was there an event or something that led to this distrust, you know? And it seems like it's on Ahsoka's side to be honest because she's the one that even says to Hu Yang that she walked away. So, it seems to be like it's an Ahsoka problem, not a Sabine problem. But I mean, we'll, I have a feeling we'll learn more as, as everything goes on. Um, one of the, the interesting things, too, was, well, first, I want to give a nod to Hu Yang, who can fight. I did not expect that. I really uh, liked that fight scene. It was really cool. It was yeah. fun to watch an HK droid fight a very ancient Star uh, 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 Jedi droid. That was really cool. So, I mean, I was really hoping he was going to whip a lightsaber out, though. I was really hoping that the master Jedi guy was going to whip out a a, a, a lightsaber. He probably doesn't keep them on him, though. So that would know. I mean, like the whole the whole the whole purpose of him is to teach younglings how to build a lightsaber and fight with lightsabers. True. I'm I'm hoping that at some point and now knowing that he has freaking four arms, he's got the little ones that come out over his shoulders. I'm hoping at some point we'll get like a. A general grievous, like spinny action. You know who's I'm voicing him, right? Um. Oh, I saw it, and I don't remember. Is it? It's not Taika Waititi. It's um, David Tennant. It's the guy from. Uh, he's uh, uh, 
uh, he's Ms. Doctor Who. Yeah, he was he was one of the newer in the newer Doctor Who's. He was I think yeah. he was the second, and if he's the current again, uh, Doctor. He was my favorite Doctor. Um, yeah, no, he's he's the one who's voicing Hu Yang, and I love him as as because he can hear that little his little twang in the voice. Like it's not just the one we know from the cartoon. So it was good. Um, Morgan, uh, one other thing I wanted to mention, and and you're probably going to know more about this from the Thrawn novels than I will, but Morgan mentions, or is Balin? I can't remember one of them when they're having discussion about the coordinates having to be exact. They mentioned being lost to the void. Is that just meant the void of space? Like he's talking about the space between the galaxies galaxies the, is that the, the chaos the little, no no okay. that's i think he's literally speaking of space in between galaxies like that is that is a void that is there is nothing there it is it, it the, the the space in between two galaxies is nothing okay and so i think that's what he means he's like if you get this wrong and we just go careening through the cosmos like that's gonna suck for everybody okay yeah, I wasn't sure. And that's that how was I the- took it. I because because the chaos still is that like that boundary between the outer rim and everything else that's out there. Well, in Legends, there is a void between galaxies and space and whatnot. And um, I mean, that could be what they're what they're referring to. But I I took that as a literal void. Yeah, I don't know if that means black hole that sucks you in. I don't know if that means like no. I mean, like the just I mean, a no, hazardous. I, I, Area I think space. he just means like the unexplored regions of space that nothing exists. Yeah. The interstellar space. I think that is, I think, I think that's what he means is interstellar space. Gotcha. Wanted to get your two cents. I took that, that. literally, I took that literally. I didn't take that as a figurative, like we're going to go to the void and everyone's like, Oh my God, what the fuck is the void? It's like, I, I don't think the void is anything other than just darkness. Well, in Legends, it's described, and I'm quoting, as extremely hazardous, end quote. Well, That's I would it. assume that, yeah, I would, I would say that interstellar space is pretty hazardous. It's hard to wrap You don't know which way around. you're going. You don't know which way up, it, like, up is down. I mean, like, it's just, it's just dark. It's just, just black. It's just, there's nothing there. Millions of, millions of, of light years between one place to the next. Well... All right, it's time for the meat and potatoes, but before that, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Okay, here we go. (laughs) All right. So they tried to trick us right off the bat at the end there, and the ripples against I gotta say, the cinematography for that was really, really well done. The whole, like, the transition from, like, the waves crashing against the rocks to then, like, these waves that are rippling off of Ahsoka, like... Like that was that was that was wicked, and and I I really didn't think that we were going to end up in the the world between worlds like right off the rip. Like it was, and, and I have so many questions now. Like, how was she able to just magically transport herself? Like she falls and does like a portal open up and she just whoop like falls through. Is it the force manipulating the world around her that allows her to go into that? Um, there are so many mechanics that have yet to still be explained with this world between worlds. And I really hope, I really, really hope that we get an explanation for that uh, Did, at some point, because we saw, we saw in, in rebels and Ezra had to go through a portal. Ezra went through a portal that was, that was on a, on a wall. And that, that made more sense to me than Ahsoka falling off of a cliff and then landing in there. So that's, 
That's very interesting. And, I, and But I assume, I actually thought we were going to be on Mortis. When I first saw that, I was like, oh, shit. We're back on Mortis, and the father and the son are going to show up because the daughter is is Ahsoka. I mean, Ahsoka is, is essentially part daughter, if you will, because she she used her life force to bring her to bring Ahsoka back. And Sam Witwer, everyone's going crazy because he's you know credited in the show, and he is the voice of the brother, if I remember correctly. He's the voice of a couple people. So that would make um, sense too from from that perspective. I knew it was the veil as soon as they panned out to her face a little bit because I started seeing the cosmic ripples and noticed they weren't waves. And I was like, "Here we go! This is it." Yeah, I was I was really hoping. I I was a part of me really wanted the Mortis, sure, I, I, like story storyline to continue because I I really want to see those effects. I want to know more about like how do those characters play in because when we leave on Rebels. They are a big part into just opening the portal. The whole like just changing their hands and, and manipulating all of uh, the mural on on the the cave that opened up the portal. That that all of those actions netted us the ability to go into the world between worlds. So I still think there is a heavy influence with the brother and the father. I just don't know what that is yet. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back to the world against worlds. Sorry, we needed a vacuum was happening and then a pee break and then I refilled my coffee. So if you're watching this on video and you're like, how did Kevin's coffee cup get filled up instantly? It is not space magic. We actually did take a quick break because of uh, a vacuum in my house going off. Hopefully it doesn't happen again, but we'll see. Uh, so back to Ahsoka, uh, the world between worlds, um, that whole scenario. So when she stood up, and you hear, hey, Snips. Hey, Snips. I'm just like, oh, shit. We're going to get Force Ghost Anakin. I At first, I thought it was just an echo in the Force. You know how, nah. like, when, you, when you're in there, but when you're in there, you've seen it. Like, they can hear yeah. things. Well, yeah, I agree. We've, we've, we've been dealing with a lot of, like, like echoes. Um, in episode one, you can apparently, yeah. you apparently hear Maul. What the you hell? You hear the Maul echo from, from the Rebels. Rebel, Rebels Obi-Wan fight. And it's the line that Sam does where it's like, is he the chosen one? Um, that is there. I went back and listened. I like, I was going through TikTok, and someone, and someone was doing a live stream like podcast and their, their chat goes, go to, go to nine minutes in and you'll hear, you'll hear Darth Maul. The guy goes and does it. And he's like, Oh shit. He cranked his volume up and you hear it. And it's just like these little Easter eggs of just like voices again, back to Morgan, Morgan hears the echoes and she thinks that it's, she thinks it's Thrawn. It's more than that. I think the like these we're gonna be going back we're gonna be dealing with this the entire season of all these little echoes that that play into this world between worlds and all these different timelines that could potentially happen. Very Doctor Strange. I've seen sixteen million different possibilities. It's gonna be nuts. I I am like I got off last night and like I said before and to Danielle and she's like, like what happened? I was like, I don't want to ruin it for you. 
I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, that was probably the biggest cliffhanger in the history of Star Wars huge. television. It was a huge cliffhanger. I agree. Um, you know, and definitely not the biggest reveal because obviously Luke, I am your father will never be topped. Uh, place and time uh, when it happens, the amount of secrecy they had to use when they filmed it. You'll never top that. Um, Unfortunately, number- this got leaked, though, last night. Oh, I didn't I, see a leak. I went. I was on Twitter after stream, and hashtag Anakin was trending. And well, I was like, and I was like, oh no! So I don't know if it's like officially like it was leaked last night, but there was definitely hints that Anakin was coming in this episode. And there was also so you had you had mentioned this last week. You had said that this was going to be a throwback episode, right? Next episode. The next episode is a throwback. That makes even more sense. The next episode is supposed to be a throwback. It's supposed to be the longest episode of the entire show. And um, and again, this is all rumor and conjecture, so please do not take this as gospel. Um, it's supposed to be throwback. It's supposed to be the the uh, longest episode of the show. And it's supposed to have like the biggest ram- ramifications for everything aside from the finale. Oh. Um, <laughs> that's the rumor again take it with a grain of salt do not take what i'm saying this is the rumor mill the rumor mill has been wrong but a lot of the people that are citing this are people that are usually right so yeah. that's the only reason i'm bringing it up on 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 the show it, it talk to me tim why is this a specific version of Anakin in the world between worlds? Mm, and before yeah. you before you speak, I want to ask you a question. Okay. Is this Anakin of the Living Force? Mm. Or is this Anakin during Revenge of the Sith entering the world between worlds, specifically to its sock to Ahsoka, who has left the Jedi Order already? Um Okay, That's so, part of so the there, reason I'm freaking out. So there's a few there's a few things that could that could be very very interesting with this. That um, we'll have to first before we do anything. That's not Force Ghost Anakin. I don't I don't think so. Like all of the Force Ghosts that we've seen have been blue and translucent. Um, this this is a a physical embodiment of Anakin Skywalker at before this is the same the same attire that we see him in in clone in the last season of clone wars um go go to the anakin episodes when he's talking to padme he's talking to to ahsoka before order 66 this is the same it's the same attire it's the same outfit it's the same outfit we see him in in episode three so no scar right exactly there's a there's a lot of things here that I, I think this I think this is going to be Ahsoka's trial. Ahsoka hasn't had a like a trial yet by the Force. The Force tries everyone, right? Yes. And correct me if I'm wrong. Ahsoka hasn't gone through that trial, the 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 facing your ghosts and and reliving the and like and like going through those like traumatic experiences. Like Luke, like Luke in the cave with Vader. Mm-hmm. Or Yoda with the wills. Um, I I don't think we've seen, or even like Obi Wan facing Anakin. Like that was Obi Wan's trial, and yet I don't think Ahsoka has had that yet. So this could potentially be her her trial. Um, but I I don't think that this is. 
I don't think that this is Anakin getting getting like removed from time and space and thrown in there by like the Emperor. That 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 doesn't make sense to me. That would be that would be a really weird swing for Dave to make. But at the same time, I think everything's been thrown out the window uh, at at this point too. Um, so I, I'm I, I'm gonna go ahead go ahead and say. First of all, Hayden Christensen with 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 all of the, the 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 time reversal stuff looks weird as shit. I I did not like that. It looked like they took the character out of Star Wars Battlefront and just like plopped him in the show. I thought it was a little weird, a little jarring for me. I was expecting I was expecting older Hayden Christensen. Um but yeah, I I don't think this is like time manipulation by by the emperor. We know that the emperor was able to see into the world between worlds, but he never got in there you know like he blasts his his force fire at them you know he was like grabbing ezra um so like the emperor could interact with the world between worlds but he never actually got in there it seems um i don't i do not think this is time travel i don't think this is anakin getting thrown into into the world between worlds from like the end of episode two going into episode three i don't believe that at all well, if it, the uh, whole the whole purpose of the end of Rebels when Ezra is in there is to stop the Emperor because the Emperor gets in there, it's game over. He wins, like exactly. No question. And, and they even said they said that multiple <laughs> times that like if he if he was to take over, it would be done. Like everything would be, he would win. Yeah. So so they stopped that from happening. So I still don't think that this is any type of of manipulation from the darks like from from dark side users or uh, the immortal Emperor or anything like that. Um, I, I think this is, this could potentially be, it could be the brother, could be the brother, um, taking on a different form, maybe. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and say that this is Ahsoka's trial. This is the beginning of Ahsoka's trial, um, with, and the force is testing her, but it's not a force ghost. That is not force ghost Anakin. That is not the, that's not the person that we see at the end of Return of the Jedi. There's too many just different things about him to make him like the uh, usual force ghost. I mean, like he does a little, he does like a wink too. And I, and I'm like that, that right there was kind of like, it kind of threw me off a little bit. Um, th- there was a few things where I was like, I don't know how I, I'm not sure who this is. It's Anakin, but it's not Anakin. So we, we, we could essentially say that the two theories for Star Wars and Scotch would be, <clears throat> one that this is the tr- this is the wills testing ahsoka the same way they tested so. a- uh, luke the same way they tested yoda um or this is anakin has found a way to step through the world between worlds during revenge of the sith but looks like before order 66 but there's no scar that's what throws me off on that one and that that's that scar is from he gets that i believe he gets it during from? attack of the clones no Yes, that's his fight with Dooku. Yeah. He didn't have a scar? Man, now I need to go back and look. I'm looking at it here. You want the article? No, 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 no. I was just going to bring up the episode real quick. Sorry, Nick. There's going to be a lot of, like, going back and forth. Cut the fat out, bud. Ventress gives him his scar. Well, he had already had that scar in episode three, so I think we assumed that he just got... It's Ventress. I just looked it up. Ventress gives him the scar. 
I just want to look at this at the. You can look, but there's I'm no scar. Right now. No, there's a scar there. What are you talking about, Kevin? I have the literally. Dude, I'm telling you, there's a scar on his face, on his right eye. It's right there. There is a scar. It's not. It's not well lit. But I'm telling you, there is a scar that goes from the the eyebrow corner all the way down. Scroll down the it two is, there. Kevin, I'm literally looking at it. I will, I'm screenshotting this. Screenshot it because I don't see it in the pictures that I'm looking at. Oh, you can't screenshot the Disney player. These sons of bitches, they knew. Uh, hold on. Anakin. Ahsoka. I'm looking for other pictures now because the two that I have have no scar. In them. I'm I'm telling you the people the people who are telling you there is no scar are high. It's they're not, not they're not looking. I'm telling you there is a dark line. It's just not well lit because it's dark in there. But there is a line that goes down the the right side of his face on the corner of his eye from the top of his eyebrow all the way underneath his eye. There is a scar there. That is that is 100 a perfect representation of Anakin in episode three or the ending of Clone Wars. It is just not well lit. You really have to look, but there right. is there right. is a distinct right. line down his face. And I will I will die on that hill. That that is a scar. That is that is his scar. So then it all right, assuming that the scar is there, then that brings us back to did Anakin find a way to no. enter to talk to her? Why no. why? Why? How would he know about this? Why wouldn't he know about this? He's no, no, Anakin. no, 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 no. That, that, that's bullshit. That is that. No, because he's just because he's Anakin doesn't mean he's all knowing. I'm not saying he's all knowing, but it's not like. But this is something that this is something that they find out about after he becomes Vader, and there's a reason why the Vader theme plays at the very end when the screen goes black. It even says in the freaking in the freaking uh, uh, subtitles. Vader's, Vader's theme. theme. No, I saw that. I and I and heard so it. there is there is some there is something about this that I think is going to tie us into the ending of Clone Wars. Remember, this is all of this is all Dave's playground with the with the ending of Clone Wars and Rebels. Like Rebel, the Clone Wars, the the last season was essentially Rebels. It was essentially like the lead into Rebels, and so I think. I really, really believe that this is going to be a dark, like a dark presence of some sort that is going to try to manipulate Ahsoka. Because, because go back to what Balin said. Balin said there's something, there's something more. There's or whatever his line was when he's talking to Ahsoka. He's like, no, there's uh, th when he's talking about Thrawn starting a war. And Ahsoka's like, you want to start another war? And he's like, Thrawn will start the war. I, I'm, I'm looking at bigger things. There's something that I think I think Anakin's presence ties into what Balin was talking about. There's something dark about this. This isn't this isn't a this isn't Anakin turned to the light. This is Anakin. This is this is Anakin when we find him on Mustafar. I don't think you can throw that theory out. That's all I'm saying. I understand you don't like it or agree with it i just don't okay think but the evidence how, is sitting there in how, front of you how would how would he get in there how did ezra get in there because he went through okay all right because he he went to he he found the temple bingo so you so you think because he is the chosen one because he was supposed to be 
the the um what's the word I'm looking for? He was supposed to be the Balance. the focal the focal point of the force. He was supposed to become the new fa- like father figure. Um he was supposed to be the balance between good and evil. Um he just all of a sudden then knows how to manipulate time and space and just walk right through. So the only way that would work is if at some point before before order 66 before the before the emperor turns him into Darth Vader there was a moment in time where he was able to walk through a portal and then he finds Ahsoka he does a lot of things that we don't see between the movies we had seven seasons of clone wars of his adventures between two of the movies you're trying to tell me that there's no shot in hell that at some point Anakin found a portal or that the force guided him for Christ's sake when he gets to Mortis it's just because they're flying through space there's so, no rhyme okay. or reason for why they get to Mortis other than okay. they were being so tested let's, let's look at this from 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 time from a timeline perspective this interaction because of what Ahsoka knows let's okay let's 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 roll this all back Ezra looking through the portal at Kanan yes he could have ripped Kanan Jarrus out to save yes. his master. Yes. But it would have killed everybody on the ship. Yes, including right? him. So, knowing everything that, that Ahsoka knows of what's going to happen to Anakin, she, this could be the redemption. This could She could save Anakin from everything because, and tell, tell him every, all of the terrible things that he did, which could essentially be a redemption. But then you throw out all of Star Wars at that point. At that very point, this interaction, if that's actually Anakin from episode from from before episode 3, you ruin Star Wars. You literally delete everything and you're, you restart. It's a reboot. You're assuming assuming his intentions though. That's that's right it. I I I highly doubt that that he he's going in there with a nefarious intent to kill her. Why would he go? I don't think he's there to kill her. <laughs> what do you think he's there to do? I don't know, and that's what I keep saying is we keep trying to predict that all of this stuff is happening, and the only thing we've been able to predict so far is Corellia and that the world between worlds could potentially be in the show. That's all we got, and Anakin showing up, but everyone knew that. Um, so those are the only things we've been able to predict. I'm saying I don't know why he's there. But there I've watched is- way too much Back to the Future to know that this caused way too many ripple effects. To that it would it would it would it would completely deviate all of the the entire Star Wars timeline. If if We're if all- Ahsoka if Ahsoka does if if that is if that is Anakin from from Episode Three and she has any type of interaction with him, it throws everything off. But it's in the world between worlds, Tim. It's not happening in the no, past. No, no, that's not what I'm, I'm, I'm talking about. I'm talking about, right, exactly. But it still manipulates time. The world between worlds is, is a, is a uh, from what Dave has said, it is a, a viewing glass into all right. things in past, present, and future. Right. And so if this is past Anakin and you were to then reinsert him back into his timeline, into the very moment that he came through the portal, you put him back in. But then he had the entire interaction with Ahsoka that completely changes everything that happened. Think about if Marty McFly 
interacted with Marty McFly or if Marty McFly interacted with Doc Brown. In What happens when Marty interacts with Doc Brown? Doc Brown doesn't die. Doc Brown saves himself. Yes. But the entire reason that Marty went back in time at the, I mean, like not the original reason, but what happens when Marty goes back in time is that he saves Doc Brown. Right. So it, you're, it changes the time. It changes yes, the timeline. The Twin Pine model becomes the Lone or Lone Pine becomes there are yeah, little all ripple the little of, There are little ripple effects that 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 have that were changed. Like Marty created ripples in time. But how do you know we haven't already everything around him? That they didn't map out the ripples already. That's what I'm saying. Like you're saying it objectively from I, Tim, believe that things will change. How do we know that the things didn't change because of this? Like that what has already played out happened because of this. And there's a reason behind it that we won't know until next week. How do you know so then that? that? So then so then your argument goes back to what Alex said is that it always happened that way. Like Ahsoka walking exactly. away. But, so, but that, that, is, that is such a huge stretch. In, in my opinion, when it comes to something like that, like, like Ahsoka walking away from that fight already happened. Like, like when Ahsoka walks away from the Vader fight, you're like, how the fuck did she survive that? We come to find out later on, Dave wrote it into the world between worlds. Did he already have that planned? I have no idea. But I, I, I have a hard time believing that everything that happens after episode three was because of this interaction. Because, because that means that this always happens. This was going to happen regardless. So everything that happens, episode four and onwards, is because of this interaction then. Might not That's be because wild. of it, but it could play into it is all I'm saying. And I'm not saying your Will's theory is wrong. I think that actually makes more sense. I'm just saying you can't discount the what fact. What would stop her from killing this motherfucker? Why wouldn't she? Why wouldn't she kill him? I would kill him. Because it's Anakin. Why I understand. Obi Wan couldn't do it. Why? Know, why could she do it? You know of all of the t- because Ahsoka is a very different person than Obi Wan, though. Right, but you saw how excited she was to see him. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know, dude. I there, there is that would be very hard for me if knowing you, the things that I know. If I, if I'm going to put myself in, Ahsoka, in in Ahsoka's shoes. If I was Ahsoka and I saw the one person that meaned the entire world to me, but at the same time I know that I could stop genocide, I could stop I could stop him from doing all of those evil things. It would do everything in my power to make sure that that didn't happen. But this is not the go back in time and kill Hitler scenario. This is the go back in time and kill Hitler who happened to be your best friend scenario. Like this I understand that, but at the but, okay, but if your scenario. best friend was Hitler, would you still take him out? You it is knowing easy what for, you know, it is easy for Tim and Kevin to say yes, because that was not our best friend. His best friend, I can't tell you what they would say or think, because that is a very, very, very difficult decision. Yeah. And they and, but she's already made that decision. She's made that decision before they fought. They fought on, on uh, the uh, uh, what was the planet they were but on? You also have to you also have, you also have to remember that. Even Anakin differentiates Anakin from Vader. They're two different people. I know they're not, but you know what I'm trying to get at here. So there is a differentiation between Anakin and Darth Vader in mm-hmm. a very poetic sense. I'm not saying very physically. much so. so 
if she's talking to Anakin, who is not Vader wearing the mask and all of that stuff and trying to turn her to the dark side. His eyes aren't different either. I mean, his eyes are before he turns into Darth Vader, too. Right. I mean, like, there's not much time. He of- looks... I'm I'm looking at the I'm looking at the frame when like when they they turn to him and he looks so soft and he looks so friendly and he looks loving um everything about his composure in this shot really does bring home the character that you see in the the animated series because this type of Anakin was never portrayed very very well in the movies but Anakin in the Clone Wars was a completely different person. And I really feel like they captured that in this shot. And so like, yeah, at the end of the day, could this actually be physically Anakin? And somehow he got hurled through time and space to meet his Padawan here. Yes. We'll have to find out next and, week. I, I, I don't know. And, and that's my point is I don't know, but you can't count that theory out because a, we have no idea what they would do with it. And B, when he got to Mortis, it was completely the force being like, you need to be here now to deal with this situation. You know, it wasn't. But this, they never dealt. But he never dealt with the situation. He well, turned it down. And it got like, worse. And it got worse. <laughs> so, I mean, like, so what is the force trying to heal itself again? Like when you start throwing time travel into this, it gets messy. The force is always trying to balance itself. Constantly, that is the force's goal to be in balance. That's well, currently it. the force isn't in balance. Nah, if, if you read, if you read in like in in literature and everything else, the force is not like this. Go back, go back to what they're talking about in the High Republic novels right now. There is no balance in the force; it is unbalanced at the moment. Yes, so that that is the whole point. I'm just saying you can't you can't throw that. I up. just I've watched way too much Back to the Future to to get on this whole time travel thing. Like time travel gets messy. I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing that it could get messy, but I don't think they would introduce it without a plan obviously, and I do think oh, yeah, it's more along so. the lines of it's not changing what's happened. I think it's it's injecting this scenario into what has already happened cuz like you said no matter what, this happened one way or another. But it could also be the force. It could just what be the force. Okay, so then here's here's another scenario. What would have stopped him if he knew, if Anakin knew how to get here, what stops Vader from getting there? Why didn't Vader go back? Why didn't Maybe Vader he, try to why didn't Vader take the the Emperor through the way that he went through? Why can't they get back to Mortis? Because the Force did not want them to go back to Mortis. The Force does crazy things, Tim. And if the Force needed him messy. to be in the world between worlds at that time, then the Force made a way, just like Mortis. You're going you're gonna to tell me that the way they get to and from Mortis is any less messy than what we're describing here? Yeah, but I mean, like that's just like... That's, that's like... Um, man, like... Uh, the the Mortis thing is is like a magical location that like when it wants to appear it appears like we've seen that in in movies and in shows and in books like you have these like these special destinations where the magic makes it so that the hero finds the place and then once they leave it's gone for forever. The one the the one thing that I'm having a hard time with is just the the whole space and time part. The force guided Ezra to the world between worlds. I would even venture to say the force prevented or tried to prevent Palpatine from ever going in there because they knew that would be the end of everything. 
Mm, I don't. I don't. I don't know. What's what has stopped? Like the force hasn't tried stopping all the other bad shit. Because bad doesn't mean anything to the force. It's objective. It wants balance, not good or evil. It wants yeah, balance. Yeah, so then why, why wouldn't the, why would the force stop the emperor from getting there? The force didn't stop the emperor. Ezra and Ahsoka stopped the emperor from getting in there. Because the force let em- Ezra and Ahsoka in there. Oh, I have a hard time. To- that, that is, God, that's messy. I don't. I don't like using the God scenario where it's God willed it, so it was. But it, you can't. You can't. How do you explain the cosmic force then, and how it operates, and how it works? How do you go down that route of explaining? Because that it does had, try to be in balance. Never had. You've never had these these sentient afterlife beings in uh, the influence, wills. Oh, but they're not dead. The wills are immortal. The, yeah, they're I, part of the cosmic about, force. I understand. I understand that part. The part that I'm having a hard time with is we're we're getting we're going down the road of God and angels at this point where where because God doesn't because God doesn't like it he will step in and change the things but only when he feels like it like that gets messy. I don't think it's stepping from in a as, storytelling perspective as much as making a way for mortals to bring balance to the force. That's my point. The, the ultimate goal of the force is balance. And the force itself can't do anything besides what we've seen, and there's restrictions. But you just said that the okay, so you just said that the force doesn't doesn't it makes it makes ways, but it doesn't actually influence. Is that is that correct? The rules of the game seem to be that yes, because the wills seem to be you know we're preparing you for X, we're preparing you to teach Qui Gon, we're preparing Qui Gon to teach Yoda to teach. Obi-Wan to come back to show Luke the way, you know, how to get to you. Like, it's a series of events that leads to poignant moments in Star Wars where very significant things happen. And that's what brings balance at the end of the day. I feel like removing a character from from a moment in their story to interject them into this story and then throw them back into their time and be like, nothing ever happened. But how can you justify that then against Ahsoka getting out of Malachor? Like, you, you're you're making a concession here, but you oh, won't no, no, make no. a concession I'm, I'm, there. I'm not. I, because, it, again, I, I, never, I never liked that. I liked the idea of Ahsoka dying and then Ezra coming and saving her. But Ahsoka always lived. Like, like we, we saw it from, what was that, season two of Rebels, but we don't get the explanation until season four of how she survives. Like, it's, it's I, I would have liked it to be Vader survived, Ahsoka didn't, but Ahsoka lived because Ezra made it happen. Not because it always happened that way. Like, it's just, again, we haven't had enough explanation as to how this all works and what this really is to have a better understanding of what's going to happen. Again, like Dave has done an amazing job of playing of 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 playing uh, uh what's the what's the game with the coconuts where you put the ball underneath you? a cup game. Mm-hmm. Um he's he's doing he's doing a cup game here where he's like he you think you know what's going to happen, he shuffles things around and then it's not there anymore and you're completely confused. Um yeah, I I I don't know. I and that's what we keep on saying every week is I just don't know. It was a great. It was a great argument, though. I think that's was really good. Yeah, I mean, we could just both be wrong. It could just be. Well, I could be I wrong. Care. It could just be a trial. I don't care either way. I'll just be honest. I'm, I could be. I, I, I'm, I'm down totally for the ride. Down to be wrong. I just the the thing is when it comes to when it comes to this, 
I just want better explanations of of how and why and what happens after. And you might get that, you know, like like or they use the same thing whereas it it was always it was always this way. We we expected the status quo and I think that's what's going to evoke the the discussions all week and the things you see on TikTok is we expected blue force ghost Anakin from the turn of the Jedi to be like Ahsoka I'm here to guide you and help you on your journey I miss you snips like da 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 blah 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 and that's about what we're getting Dave has flipped the script on us and been like oh you thought you knew but you don't um that's why I don't think they cared that Anakin leaked that it was you know like for all we know they leaked it um, and I, I don't think they cared because we're still sitting here and the internet, like Anakin is still trending as of this morning. Um, and I think that's the fun of it. And Dave, again, I go back to what I said at the beginning of the episode, Dave is rewriting the playbook. It's, it's not going to be what the star Wars were used to. It's going to open up doors that we didn't think could get open and tell new stories, uh, that we didn't think could be told. Um, you know, we have speculated so many times about, oh, they're going to focus their efforts on the high Republic. They're going to focus their efforts on the old Republic. They're going to focus on the Skywalker saga. They're going to focus, you know, whatever it may be, the new Republic era. And now I think they're Dave is like, nope, we're going to tell this story and it's going to be in a completely different way in a completely different place, uh, with characters, you know, but everything like I'm changing how this all works. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you don't, you want to know something for the, for the elitist fanboys. So I know we'll still complain about this. You don't think Dave's calling up George and being like, Georgie boy, what do you think about this? Oh, I mean, like, wasn't he all, isn't he already like advising on this show? Yeah, he's got him on speed dial. You don't like you don't think George is like, yes, do this. This is great. And that's why the whole Internet's probably very happy because this is. George wanted to get weird. He really did. The -hmm. problem that George had is that he's not a director. He's a visionary. And once we let George, um, uh, uh, I'm sorry, no, George is not a writer. He's a director. So when we let him write the prequels, that's when we started having issues, you know, about the way George operated. I think George's ideas are sound. A lot of his ideas have gotten shot down because by, you know, the studios and whatnot, because they're just too wacky. So I think George is now working with Dave uh, or Dave is just bringing George's wackiness to life. Um, cause at this point you can't really touch the IP. Like you can get weird and people are going to go along with it. Um, and then if you laid the groundwork for the weird and the cartoons, the fan, you know, the ultra fans will like us will come out and praise it, mm-hmm. you know, and then people like my wife will be like, what in the God's name is going on? And then they need a good nerd like us to explain it to them. Mm-hmm. So, um, I have a feeling this is all. George approved, if yeah, you will. So. I think that's fair to, to say. And regardless of where we're going with this, like it's just exciting to, to see the change and, and you know reinvent something that we love so much. So while some of you may hate it, I'm sorry, but this is some of the best stuff that they've put out in many, 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 many years in Star Wars. And to see it just break the canon in a good way is exciting. Oh, it's so it's so far off the beaten path. It's so like we've, We've seen Tatooine so many times. Um, you know, you can only see a light. Like, I mean, I, I was, I, I can't say that because the lightsaber fights this time were fantastic. But I mean, like a lot of the stuff that we've seen, yeah, it, it, it feels very Star Wars. This is so, like, it's Star Wars. The rapper says Star Wars on it, but this is so far off from what we know. And that's exciting because we get to, we get to get introduced to something that is completely new and different 
that we've never we've never touched on before and we've like we've been waiting for this moment for so long like since the end of rebels this is the continuation of that moment and hopefully we get to learn more about what all this is and it's really like you said it leaning into the samurai stuff and we got western with mando but one of the core tenets of star wars is that it's a fantasy story that takes place in space as freaking space magic dude and this is really showcasing the fantasy end like this is so you know epic adventure finding mystical thing in portal like it's just it's that and it, it, it's just exciting to see that especially because a lot of the stories we've been told lately are about gunslingers and you know we're going to play outlaws which is about a smuggler and whatnot mm -hmm. and the mystical side i think for a while has really i don't want to say lost but it really has not been front and center um even in the high republic like we get some shades of it and there's some cool stuff but we're really not getting into that fantasy mystical side and this is just kicking that door down and being like hey how you doing yep. so between the night sister magic and now this it's just oh my gosh i'm um i'm i'm very nerd why is my phone trying to google maps somewhere <laughs> <laughs> i said nothing google anyway um anything else tim that's it. It was it was a good it was a good episode. It left a lot of questions on the table for me, and hopefully we get some we get some answers next uh, week. I would assume next week's discussion is going to be a long one too. Um, so buckle up for that. So we we will return for episode five next week. And to think, Tim, you only thought we were getting six episodes. You're getting uh, uh, more than that. So yeah, I thought it was six, uh, but it's eight. We got four more exciting all right uh well we're gonna get out of here make sure you go check out tim's stream he's streaming starfield right now youtube.com slash darkness 429 monday through friday 9 a.m ish eastern every day get except that starfield except for wednesday because we're here recording this uh i will say that tim i've had you on mute and have not really watched just because i want to experience starfield for my you don't have to explain that to me kevin myself but i still have a window open in support and you should also you should get a cool little D badge in his chat. I have one. It's very cool. It's got this little D on it. Don't you guys want Tim's D? I mean, come on. Give me your member. Yes. Give become. <laughs> I didn't know how to reform that. You did a good job. Yeah. Uh, so make sure you go follow Tim Darkness 429, YouTube.com slash Darkness 429. I'm Kevin X Vision on Twitter, KMagic101 everywhere else. Um, and we are Star Wars and Scotch. Rate, review, subscribe, comment, please. We love it. Even when we're wrong, just be respectful and have a good time. That's all we ask um, in, in, uh, in enjoying Star Wars. We had a great discussion on TikTok. We had a video that really popped off um, about Balin being uh, Qui-Gon's apprentice. And people were were... It was a good discussion. People were saying we were wrong and they were trying to prove the timeline. And other people were saying that we could be right. So it was just a good, healthy discussion. No one was being a dick, which I really enjoyed. So thank you for that. Just be I nice. Get really I always get nervous whenever our, t our Star Wars TikTok videos like blow up because I'm just like, oh, man, people are going to be mean. No, it was, it was no one. It was OK. No, no one was like, you're an idiot. Everyone was like, no, the timeline might not match up. And then other people would bring their take into it. So it was just a good discussion. And those are the fun ones when we can disagree with each other and just say like, no, you're wrong because with information. That's fun to me. Just don't call people names. It's not hard. Uh, but yeah, rate, review, subscribe helps us out so much. We thank you for, uh, for tuning into this episode. We'll be back next week, episode five, which I think is going to be an interesting episode good one. of Ahsoka. And we will be completely focused on that. So you all have a fantastic one uh, and we will see you next week. And I don't know why my Google is keeping, it keeps trying to 
Well, while, while Kevin deals with Google, may the force be with you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.